and welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching, and if you want more, visit the website at halesowenapostolicchurch.org. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. The fourth commandment, a lasting ordinance. God established the seventh day at the seventh day rest as a standard to be followed. When providing manna in the desert for the Israelites, Exodus 16, 23 to 27 reads, then he said to them, this is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is a Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. Bake what you will bake today, and boil what you will boil, and lay up for yourselves all that remains to be kept until morning. So they laid it up until morning, as Moses commanded, and it did not stink, nor were there any worms in it. Then Moses said, Eat that today, for today is a Sabbath to the Lord. Today, you will not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will be none. He told them to collect twice as much as they needed on the sixth day, as the next day was to be a Sabbath rest. When food had been kept over during the week, it had gone off, but miraculously, this did not happen on the Sabbath. God then declared the Sabbath as a lasting ordinance for the Israelites. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Exodus 20 verse 8. Exodus 20 verse 8 to 11. Sorry. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labour and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your maid manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. When we read this commandment today in the 21st century, do we really still realize the importance of this fourth commandment as laid down by God and given to Moses way back in the book of Exodus? I can remember as a child 
not being brought up in a Christian home or one that attended church, that Sundays were still observed as a day of rest. No shops were open. We were not allowed to go and ask for friends to come out to play. There were no sports taking place on Sundays. And I can always remember as a child of how quiet our Sundays were. I'm 64 now, so going back, what well, I can remember from when I was about, what, seven? At the time when we used to go out and play with friends, um, we weren't allowed to knock anybody's door on a Sunday. It was a day of rest. And those that can remember, you can always remember how quiet a Sunday was. How life has dramatically changed within our country and indeed much of the world. Although Mark and I had the privilege of going to Israel many years ago now, and the Sabbath day for the Jewish, Jewish religion begins at nightfall on Friday and lasts until nightfall on Saturday. And whilst we were there, we were informed that no Jewish shops are allowed to open and even the airport is closed during the Sabbath hours. Society no longer respects a day of rest and it makes it difficult for us to keep the Sabbath holy. It requires a conscious effort on our part so as Christians is this commandment still relevant to us today? Well, Jesus states in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. So that means that this commandment is still included in how we should live our life today. As Christians, we believed we are saved by God's grace not by our own works of striving to keep the letter of the law. But the general pr principles of the law still apply and are still for our benefits. So there is a fine balance to be struck in our attitude to Sunday, which is not the same as the Jewish Sabbath. Christians set aside Sunday as a day of worship and rest in remembrance of the fact that Jesus was raised on a Sunday. Despite the difference in day, its purpose is still the same, a day in which we concentrate on God and in so doing, we honour him. The principle of a day of rest, free from our usual work or routine, to focus on worshipping God is for our physical, mental and spiritual well-being. This is not just refraining from work, it is engaging in truly serving God, perhaps in a way we are not able to do on other days, whether this is in meeting with his people, reading the Bible, ministering to, ministering to others and so on. How can we follow the Lord's example today in our own lives? Particularly when we have brothers and sisters who come from unbelieving homes, Sunday can be a difficult day to implement this commandment into our lives. The key 
is that as believers, we all need time to spend with God and his people. A time when we can block out the world and its concerns for a moment and be in God's presence together. The religious leaders in the New Testament had made the Sabbath a burden for everyone and they themselves had become hard-hearted to the needs of the people around them. God is not like that. He's a God of compassion and mercy who sees the needs of his people and then meets those needs. Jesus addressed this imbalance by showing that it was acceptable to do essential tasks such as preparing food and works of charity. Clearly though, the Sabbath is not to be used as an excuse to be lazy and ignore the needs of others. Some jobs are essential, such as church workers, the emergency services, and the caring professions. He knows that we need our souls refreshed and our hearts encouraged. He knows that we get tired and burdened with the difficulties of life. He knows how much we need to meet with other believers. God means for the Sabbath, the day of rest, to be a blessing, not a burden. He has made it for our good. A couple of examples of God's people in our day who have and do obey the Sabbath. Firstly, I want to talk briefly on Eric Liddell. Eric Liddell was born on the 16th of January, 1902 in Tientsin, North China, the second son of the Reverend and Mrs. James Liddell, who were missionaries with the London Mission Society. He was educated at Eltham College, Blackheath School for the Sons of Missionaries. When the family returned on furlough, they lived as a family in Edinburgh. In 1920, Eric studied at Edinburgh University to read for a, a bachelor, of, bachelor of Science in Pure Science. And during this period, he played rugby for Scotland and trained to run at the Olympics. Athletics and rugby played a large part in Eric's university life. He ran in the 100 and 220 yards for Edinburgh University and also represented Scotland in the rugby internationals. In 1924, he was chosen to run in the 100 metres in the Paris Olympics. But on hearing that the heats were to be run on a Sunday, he withdrew and switched to the 400 metres as he was not prepared to run on a Sunday. Eric was passed a note from a fellow competitor, American Jackson Schultz. The note read, he who honours me, I will honour. 1 Samuel 2.30 He went on to win a gold medal in the 400 metres and a bronze medal for the 200 metres at the Paris Olympics. The Christian entertainer Toy Shop Owners was founded by the husband and wife team Catherine and Gary Grant in 1981 which now has in excess of 170 shops. He refuses to sell Harry Potter merchandise 
as he does not want to encourage children to play with what he terms darkness. The born again Christian does not open his shops on Sundays, believing that it is a time for rest according to the fourth commandment and state the importance of spending quality time with family and friends. The entertainer also remained closed in the face of one of the biggest Sunday trading days of the year, which fell on a Christmas Eve. Isaiah 58, 13 to 14. If you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure, on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honourable, and shall honour him not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words, then you shall delight yourself in the Lord, and I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth, and feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. These verses from Isaiah remind us of the great blessings that the Lord promises to those who love to keep the Lord's day holy and to spend it doing things that please him. What does it mean to not do our own will and find our own pleasure? This is a challenge for us all because it is easy to think that as long as we go to church in the morning, then we can spend the rest of the day doing what we like. I know today, with so much being available to us on our Sabbath day, that the temptation to take our eyes off what the Lord has commanded is difficult. I'm not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. That is between you and God. But perhaps it is a time when we should consider our ways and ask ourselves, am I honouring my Lord today in what I am doing or taking part in? Mm. Help each one of us, Lord, to be your people who will stand out as separated from the world and to shine your light wherever we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm.